0: Welcome to Reckless Speculations, 3R Sports. Twisted Thoughts, Raj is always late, never shows up on time. It's our Wednesday night at 9 o'clock show. The best 99 minutes and 59 seconds of the week. First of all, one guy comes home and the other one goes. Robbie Davis, this time reporting in from the beach yeah
1: so i'm just curious what raj's agent's doing that my agent's not he can show up late every week and i'm working on vacation like i need i need to renegotiate my contract randall what's going on here
0: i i just i i think raj is on some time that i i don't even know i, I and then he'll show up right in the middle of a conversation and derail us for 45 minutes but it's okay that's what makes it reckless speculation. Back with the worst contract. We've got to agree. The rookie gets the worst contract, but he don't need the money. He's already got Ronald Acuna money. From this time, somewhere in the greater Davidson County, <laughs> Metro...
2: College Grove. Uh, Brandon. What's going on? Yeah, so... Last week, I agree with Robbie. I, I had the call in. I was on a balcony. There was, you know, a fire pit below me with guys and, you know, frat boys over there pounding beers, um, trying trying to mute myself in between. So this week is much better back home. Um, but Savannah is, is pretty sweet. And, and Robbie's there now, so I know he knows he's feeling the vibes. It's It's pretty good.
1: A a fantastic town. If no one's been there, just a quick tourism plug. Um, So much English history and Civil War history, and a fantastic walkable city. And uh, I went to Tybee Island today. It was cold today, but I can imagine in the summer it's amazing. It was still amazing during the winter, but definitely a must see if you're traveling in the Southeast.
2: I agree. The The cool thing about that place is just like every road you drive down, it's like a tunnel of trees. I mean, yeah. the, the trees just overhang. It's just beautiful. So
0: yes, it truly is. It, it truly is. I, I don't know. I haven't spent a lot of time down there, but Savannah is truly one of my favorite places to go in the whole world. It's, it's less touristy, good food. It just doesn't feel like you're on a normal tourist vacation. It,
2: Still, yeah, I, small town feel. It's like every you know every square block you you turn around. There's like a park in the middle of yeah you know absolutely a, a square block, which is just gorgeous. The trees are beautiful. You know, people are out running and biking, and you know, it's just it's well, a cool town.
1: Well, almost everyone I told like, hey, I'm from you know Chattanooga, Tennessee. They're like, oh, that's not too far. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's not too far, but it feels a world difference away. Right.
0: Yeah. Good point. Good point. Well, since Raj has not showed up, we're going to move on. First of all, tonight is sponsored by Camden Smith. Hard to hold on to the bobble. Releasing tonight at midnight on all streaming forums. If you didn't hear at 7 o'clock, go back to River City Media. Camden's a 16-year-old singer-songwriter. Robbie, I really need you to get into entertainment law. I think he's going to need you at some point. I can do that. And showed up. Hey. Oh. hey.
3: What time is it? I'm
2: on West Coast we time. Sleep in May,
0: huh? What's going on? It's it's <laughs> nine o'clock in central Indian time.
3: <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. IST is an hour and a half later, so I'll see you guys at ten thirty. That's Indian standard time. Uh, we sleep in May it's Wonderful. John Rothstein. Robbie knows that. That's uh that's what he says about uh, college basketball. From now on out, we don't sleep until May
2: fair enough
0: fair enough let's get to the first subject we've been stalling waiting on our exclusive lawyer number two in our new format that is evidently all changed around inside joke let's start with the NFL this last weekend we saw to me the NFL is even closer to its parity we saw what I consider a couple of games that went what I expected to, but let's start first on the West Coast where the Cards have really taken control of the NFC West. Robbie Davis, first one up. Let's start with Arizona-Seattle. Are you surprised at this point of the season the Cards are two games up on the Rams?
1: I'm a little disappointed in the Rams. Um, The Cards, I think, who I thought they would be. Um, The Seahawks, so like that division, which I think started off to be one of the strong divisions in football, has kind of imploded. You've got Russell Wilson, who, hey, he was doing magic when he had weapons. And this is what – same thing I said with Patrick Mahomes earlier. When you give a – player that much money you have to be smart at drafting players around him the Seahawks have not been they're a quarterback team with a bunch of other players and that's not how you win in the NFL um the Rams I man they're going for it they're going for it but they're going for they're spending a lot of money to not get it it reminds me of the Yankees back in the post-Derek Jeter kind of era. They're spending money to get it. Um, now they may they may turn on, they may get there, because every with this seven-team playoff team, a lot of people that are five and six, six and five, are still in the mix now where they wouldn't have been. So there's still a lot of games to play. Um, the Cardinals, once they get healthy, they're the team to beat that division. But
0: I I do count out the Seahawks. I don't count out the Rams just yet. It, it's a, to correct myself, it's a game and a half. It's two in the win column, and you are right. Brendan Chase, if you were going to pick a winner today, uh, based on what Robbie just said of the NFC West, would it be the St. Louis, or St. Louis Cardinals? That shows you how old I am.
1: The <laughs> they just got a lawsuit about that.
0: Yeah, the Arizona Cardinals, or would you tend to go back to the Rams? The Rams have lost two straight and now on a bye week. I, I just don't that, like where this team's headed.
2: I, I agree. I, I don't either. Um, so, if you look – I like what the Cardinals are doing right now. Like, if you look at that game with the Seahawks, it, it comes down what most NFL games come down to. Like, if you can run the ball – you know your offense tends to to do a lot better and you can you can score points to play action if, if you're one-dimensional you've got to be two-dimensional i mean it's we saw Russell struggle you know colt mccoy is the quarterback of the arizona cardinals and that and they beat you know the seahawks so i do i'm not counting out the rams yet but Oh, my God, when, when Kyler Murray gets back, it, if they continue to play defense like they are and run the ball and control the clock, I mean, the Cardinals, they're that sleepy favorite that, that nobody's really talking about that, I mean, is, is there. They're already there. I mean, they're, they're at the top of their spot right now. So, I mean, how, how do you – with Colt McCoy – I mean what how, how long has Russell or um, Murray been out? Four games?
0: Yeah, he's missed yeah, three or four. And, and what they're three and one? Yes.
2: I mean that's that's pretty solid. So um yeah, give me the Cardinals.
0: All right, West Coast expert, NFC West, we sleep in May. How do you feel? about the NFC West? Well, first of all, as
3: a Raider fan, we sleep in November. That's when the season is effectively over. Uh, Arizona, now they're not available, and usually I wouldn't say this publicly because you assholes are all in my fantasy league. Oh, I'm not allowed to swear. Sorry. Uh, you a-holes are all in my fantasy league. Arizona's offense is... I'm going to get a delay, aren't I? <laughs> Probably story of my life. Arizona's offense we all know about, their defense is spectacular. I know the Seahawks have been struggling. They allowed 266 total yards. The Seahawks were 2 for 10 from 3. But listen to these point totals from the Arizona defense throughout the season. Last week, 13. Then 10, 17 allowed, 21, 5 points allowed, 10 20 points allowed. In week two, they their worst week. Thirty-three points allowed. In week one, they crushed some team from Nashville, 38-13 uh, or something. I don't remember.
0: I know but, who that. Uh, is. yeah. <laughs> What's
3: that? An average of Rob? I mean, uh, Robbie and I went to uh law school because we couldn't do math effectively. I mean, what is that, like 17 points or something? I mean their defense is yeah. just crushing it. And and sure they're you know the Niners aren't exactly You know, the Niners of the 90s with Steve Young and Ricky Waters, but Jerry Rice. But, I mean, this is the NFL, and anything can happen And that defense. You know, they drafted Zayvon Collins, a linebacker, in the first round from Tulsa, which I thought was a bit of a reach, but he's a do-everything. The next year, they went out, and they got uh, uh, the linebacker, Isaiah Simmons, from Clemson, who is amazing. He's a freak. The guy can basically play all three positions. Uh, meaning all three levels. He's strong enough to play D, he plays linebacker, and he can literally play safety with his speed. He's a freak. Uh, You know, they they signed Chandler Jones. They built around it, and their defense is just tremendous. Uh, You know, they have J.J. Watt. um, It's not 2014, so that doesn't really matter. But that's why I think they're better than the Rams. The Rams have star power, but star power doesn't – you know, do anything except win you games on paper and newsflash signing ODB is not going to help uh, the locker room whatsoever. So the Rams will have, you know, more pro bowlers than most, but the rest of the team is totally incongruent, not totally, but, uh, and the Arizona defense is just flat out better. So yeah, I mean, the Cardinals right now and they get Kyler Murray back, Watch out. You got James Conner out of nowhere. What does he have,
0: 13, 14 TDs? Are you kidding me? It's insane. Well, staying right there, staying with you, Roger, and we'll come back around. Let's go into another game that I think may have been revealing this weekend. The Colts basically manhandled the Buffalo Bills. We've talked early, especially being close to the Nashville area, about the Titans have that big lead over the Colts early on now the Titans without Derrick Henry losing to losing last week the Colts seem to be playing as well as anybody in the AFC right now what's your impression of the Colts and then we'll go around the horn chain and then Robbie take us home well first
3: to make this about myself uh, as always uh my fantasy year sucks this year and one reason why is in our league our my bigger money league i picked ezekiel elliott, elliott at seven or eight instead of jonathan taylor oops uh jonathan taylor had 185 yards and four touchdowns he can do it all he was catching the ball running the ball i don't put too much stock into this just because you know it's the nfl if we say you know houston to beat tennessee but then by the same token The Bills are allowed to have a week where they just don't show up. And this was one of those weeks. This is one of those weeks where if you fumble it, it's inside your own red zone, you know, inside the red zone. If You go three and out, it's a short punt, and they have a short field. And that happened for, like, the first six drives, it seemed like. And to Indy's credit, they just capitalized. Third downs. I mean, Wentz had, what, 106 passing yards. Uh, You you know, they they grinded it out. Their defense was unstoppable. And Buffalo just – Usually when you leave those those windows open, other teams don't don't take advantage every time. But to the Colts credit, they did.
0: Great point about Taylor, Brandon Chain, number one player in fantasy football right now. Coming into this week, week twelve, Jonathan Taylor. You're a Titans guy. How much of a threat are the Colts to the Titans?
2: I think they're they're better than us right now because they're healthy Um, so they took a page out of our playbook they watched us play the bills they watched how we ran the ball down their throat and they did the exact same script Um, it's pretty easy on film to see the bills defense rush defense run defense I mean is not good not almost non-existent. I mean, four touchdowns, 180-something yards for Taylor. Same thing with Henry. And that's how we beat him every year. Um, it, it's been it, – it's no secret. Like, I don't know what, what the big tiff is about this. If, if you can run the ball on the Bills, you're going to beat them. Um, and then their pass – the Colts defense is actually – really really good and and a lot better than people um give it credit for so you give you give them that defense and they're healthy they're a better team than we are right now uh now if we're fully healthy yeah we'll i'll take them i'll take titans all day but right now i mean we've got you know don hilliard is one of our starting wide receivers right now like I mean, you know, we just dropped AP. Like, Titans are nowhere in the picture. We just got to hang on and hope we can make the playoffs in a, you know, somewhat of a fashion and get, get healthy um, when we get there.
0: Good point. Robbie Davis, break down the Colts Titan, or the Colts-Buffalo game. I watched a little bit of this. I'm not sure that we're not watching the Colts and the Chiefs right now playing better than anyone in the AFC. What's your take?
1: So I don't disagree with the Colts being hot, but my fear level as a Titans fan of the Colts is zero. They started too far behind – they can't catch up to the Titans. Now, could they get a wild card? Perhaps. They're the, they have three of the next four games. They've got New England, Arizona, and Las Vegas. Those are three really, really hard games. They can't lose any of them. Zero. If they lose one of them, they're probably out. So why I think the Colts are hot and they're dangerous they messed around too early in the season to, to be a player. And so the, the, as, as a astronomical failure, as that was the Titans to lose to Houston this weekend, um, it still doesn't matter in the AFC North. They're still the number one seed. There's still everything ahead of them. They've got New England to play. The Titans still control their own destiny. Either they're just playing really Jekyll and Hyde kind of football right now. Um, but yeah, as far as the Colts, that's not who I'm worried about. I'm worried about the Patriots and the Chiefs and the Ravens. I the, the, the Colts they, they don't have a path to be scary, in my opinion. Hey, if I real, if I will if I can, Randall, real quick. Um,
3: sorry, as I mentioned, you guys. Uh, three hours of sleep last two nights, thanks to a stupid kid. I only have one of them. I don't know how you people have more than one. Uh, just you people in general, not to offend you white guys. First of all, to back up Rob, he did say the Cardinals are, we are who we thought they'd be, which I thought was funny because if anybody remembers Dennis Green, we are who they thought they were, and we let him off the hook. You guys remember that when, we are who they mm-hmm. thought they were, and he just kept saying that. Yeah, one I of the greatest cool. soundbites of all time. And I was going back for that because uh, Dennis Green did coach the Cardinals. I think he said that when he was coaching the Vikings, but I could be wrong. It could be when he was coaching the I think the it Cardinals. was Vikings. Okay. And then secondly, to back up chain, people will say, Buffalo's defense, you know, they're best in the league. They are best overall in the league. But against the run, they're like 10th or 12th. And the reason why is their secondary, even though statistically Carolina is better, is easily the best in football. And – they don't have to, they do bring, you know, they have linebackers that can cover, Tremaine Edmonds, uh, you know, A.J. Klein. you know, they have Tradavius White, uh, Jordan Poyer, uh, Micah Hyde. You would think, though, with a secondary like that, they would commit more guys to the run, but they really don't. They've got linebackers that most will call undersized um, that, you know, that, that can cover. So the front four, I think it's a bit misleading when people, you know, I think Brand's right that, they're not awesome against the run, um, but maybe because teams basically realize they can't throw it. And so they've they, got to go big and bring it.
2: They do a lot of disguising with the cover two. Like they'll, they'll be in a dime package and they'll, they'll drop back into cover two man or, you know, one over man. And that's what really hurts them. And they're, they're rushing three or four. And it, it just – absolutely the, the run is just always open. Like, they try to disguise it, but you look at the film, you're like, it's it's always there.
0: Robbie Davis finished his point, because I know you got one more. Yeah. So, I heard Rex Ryan talk about
1: this today on uh, Get Up or something. some of those shows. He said, when we were with the Jets, we Tom Brady, of all people, we made him say, hey, we'll crowd the line. We'll make Brady have to pass. At least we know they're having to pass. One dimensional football. He's like, the Jets are doing this on their own. They're, they're like, without pressure, they're just saying, we're going to pass, pass, pass. And it makes it so much easier on the defense. Like the, the, sure. the Bills, the Bills quarterbacking situation, the Bills coaching situation is running them into a Niagara Falls situation
0: where it's off the deep end. A quarter, All right, Eight of them in the
2: good corner. Save.
0: Good save, good yeah, we, we, we will We'll touch on the Patriots too, but one more game to get through, and it's really an AFC show today. I thought the Cowboys going into this game with the Chiefs would put up some kind of major, you know, I heard this called a Super Bowl preview. I heard it called all kinds of things the chiefs just handled the cowboys. Brandon, Shane, you're dying to get there. So, lead up. Oh my god. So,
2: yeah, that was so Raj and I Raj kind of called the the Cowboys as well and I that was that was part of my call. Oh my god. They just cannot win big games. It doesn't matter what situation they get in somehow they find a way to lose these big games now credit to the chiefs um they're starting to kind of get their stuff together um defense is playing well pass rush was really good they were all over Dak all night um stop the run game i just thought you know this might be the year for the Cowboys. and i'm not a cowboys fan by any means don't get me wrong but i thought the way they were playing, the weapons they had. Granted, Amari was out, whatever. That, that, but, you know, we got Gallup back. I say we. Why am I saying we? Gallup came back. <laughs> I'm not a Cowboys fan, I promise. <laughs> Gallup came back, you know, and uh, I was excited. I was like, okay, you know, there's a good chance here. The Chiefs have been, you know, on tilt. Uh, defense has been shaky. Who knows if Mahomes is going to throw two interceptions? Um, but they played lights out. I mean that—that that is the Chiefs that we expected from day one, and that is the Cowboys that we've always seen.
0: Rod, you were—you uh, were—you kind of called this last week. Are, are the Cowboys just the cow? Are the Cowboys going to cowboy, or are the Chiefs really? And we'll cover it just in a minute. I'm starting to fall that Kansas City is becoming a major player again. Yeah, dude. I think of, like, Happy
3: Gilmore when he's like, somebody learned how to putt. I think, like, (laughs) somebody remembered how to play defense and run the football and not turn it all over and uh, not force the ball downfield. You know, Mahomes has thrown 11 picks. Most of them are him forcing the ball downfield, you know, trying to make plays. Just take what the defense gives you, and you have the best options underneath out of anybody. With Kelsey, you know, Hill, who's just a freak all over the field, but especially underneath. I mean, you, you can't cover him when he comes underneath. Uh, you know, the running backs can catch the ball. They ran the ball with edwards Hilaire. and he's just not forcing it. And when he does that, and they play defense and they don't turn the ball over, they're not losing.
2: There's too many weapons. There's too many weapons. Too many weapons.
0: Absolutely. Robbie, if you were going to handicap the AFC right now, who is your number – is the Chiefs your number one team? Yes,
1: they are. The the Chiefs are my number one team in the AFC. Um, I'm going to jump back to Dallas for a second. Um. If I'm Jerry Jones, and I paid Amari Cooper $100 million, $60 million guaranteed, and I'm paying him $21 million a year, and he was not available this weekend, he's not available tomorrow, because he's on the COVID list and he's not vaccinated. I am losing it. Like, cause it's a business decision. Like, like I, I don't know what, I, like if I'm the owner, like what are you, it, there's no, I, there's no, we, I think, I think Michael Irvin said this. There's an I, there's no me, there's just a ring and they're going for the championship and they're good enough to win the championship this year. And for him to be this selfish, to not be there for his team is just idiotic in my opinion. And and like just do it and be there for your team. He's missing two games, two yes. of the team that's gonna put them in the playoff rankings, could be a home game, could be anything. And 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 literally you had the we've talked about this with Aaron Rodgers, we've talked about this, the best team doctors in the world and to make stupid decisions, and you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, and this is what he's going to get. And, and, and now, so that, that's my takeaway from this game, is the Cowboys could have won this game. They could have put themselves in a position to win, and they didn't because selfish decisions were made. I don't put it all, I don't put it all
2: on him, but here's the thing. Um, the protocols, if you are vaccinated, like he would only miss one game. Right. yeah right yes. yes just one just one instead now the protocols to unvaccinated people are you know just
1: astronomically different whatever well, and, and whether they're fair or they're not they are the protocols and so yeah. you know so the,
2: the, yeah exactly it's, a, it's just like going into a job and the, here are yeah. your rules to follow the, your job like it doesn't matter what the rules are like you have to follow the rules if you want to participate in your job and be paid for your job.
1: Like I don't I I I I don't understand. I have to do fifteen hours of CLE credits a year. I I don't hey I don't want to do them, but I have to. If I don't then my law loss is taken away. Like that that's just like it's the rules. So you have to do No I
2: don't it's just it it just baffles me. Um like to to take yourself especially when Two you have games. a team when you have a team that is in contention to win a ring and to do something so dumb you know it's selfishness
1: i mean i don't i don't care how rich you are writing a check for 100 million dollars
2: and, and look i'm i'm all about i'm all about like if you don't want to get vaccinated don't get vaccinated whatever but if your job requires you to get vaccinated that that's what you are trying to sign up for and do like then follow what the rules are for your job. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know. If
0: if I can start at wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, I'm getting vaccinated. I'm sorry. That's an easy call for me. I'm
2: just saying,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm with you You too far though. I want to, we brought up the Patriots and then we'll get to the final couple of uh, NFL topics. The Patriots now lead the AFC East, but they have a gauntlet they must run right now. Tennessee, the week of the 28th, they play the Bills the first week of December, the Colts after a bye week in week 14, and then the Bills again. They finish the year with arguably the best schedule of anybody to finish the year with the Jaguars and the Dolphins. Do they have to come through these next four games, the Titans, the Colts, and twice with the Bills, two and two, three and one? What – can they win that division now? One up on the Bills. Start with you, Robbie. You brought up the Patriots first. Um, Yeah, so they're getting the Titans at a good
1: time. Um, They're getting the – I personally, think the Bills are collapsing. I don't believe in them at all. The Colts are a good team, uh, but I think, like, like I said earlier, I don't think there's a path to get there. Um, so Tennessee at a week time, Bills twice. I think the Colts or the the Patriots go three and one here. Um, but I'm no longer a believer in home field advantage in the playoffs i think it's quarterback advantage I, I think you can go a hot quarterback can get you through anything um and so but but i don't want bill belichick to have home field advantage but to answer your question yeah i think new england goes two and two and i think they're in really good
0: position to win the east Robbie, or uh, excuse me roger meadow Break the Patriots' next four games down. What do you think? Well, first of all, if you look at their schedule, the
3: winning teams they played have been the Saints, lost, Buccaneers, lost, uh, Cowboys, lost. At the Chargers, they won by three. But we can, I can speak for about an hour on how the Chargers should have won that game. Uh, then they did beat the Browns, I think, without Mayfield. Not that it mattered, 45-7. to But the last three weeks, the defense is playing well, albeit against the Panthers, Browns, and Falcons. 6.7 points, zero points. I mean, each of those teams is epic In the last three weeks, in that respective week, they were just pathetic. But they are playing good defense. Uh, you know, that, that's one thing Belichick has always done. Learned under Parcells. They're playing great D. You know, I love Ramondre Stevenson, the rookie back. Offensive line is awesome. The Raiders gave them – nice. Raiders gave them Trent Brown for nothing. The Raiders are stupid.
0: Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Courtesy of. But um, hard, Hard to hold on to the bottle by Camden Smith releasing at midnight tonight. And the album cover is a Jack Daniels bottle. So back to your point.
2: I did see that earlier, I'm sorry. I thought you said...
3: Right on. Go ahead. No, no, go for it. I I don't know what that is. So I lost my train of thought. Thanks a lot, guys. Now, playing defense, running the ball, not turning it over. But yes, the next three weeks are going to be real. If the Titans play like last week, they can beat them. Um, You know, I agree with Rob. Playoffs doesn't matter at home. But nobody really wants to go to Foxborough in general, let alone uh, in December. So they have an advantage there, but you know the Bills and Colts are on the road. So I'd be shocked if they go three and zero. I think they can beat the Titans, but they're going to be one and two and zero and three over the next uh, three weeks. And if they're not, then by all means, throw them up there. Brandon, right,
0: they've won five straight. How far yeah,
2: you know, five straight doesn't mean anything to me. Um,
0: this Jack is Panthers, the Browns Falcons. Four of them.
2: This is the typical. Titans game that you roll into where you're expected to lose in Foxborough, and Vrabel pulls out a W somehow. Just like the typical game that we're expected to win, and we lose to the Texans and the Jets. You know, same M.O. You know, whatever. Sad song, whatever. Um, They've got after that. They've got a buy or the Bills then a buy, and then uh, the Colts after that. So. I think they'll beat the Bills for sure. Um, Colts, I think win. Um,
1: Colts Titans. are dangerous
2: right now. Colts are very dangerous. I'm telling you, the Colts are legit, dude. their Their defense is playing well. They're they have the best running back in the league that's healthy.
3: Um, and Quentin Nelson is a Cart- concern though. He, he keeps getting and hurt. Cart.
2: Carson's not turning the ball over, you know, he's managing the game. He's Alex Smithing it, you know. He's he's doing fine. And when you have that combination and defense is playing well, like the Colts are dangerous. Like I know Robbie said he didn't see a path there, but I'm I'm a little bit nervous of that back-sided like coming in wild card just running through people.
1: Uh, if if they catch a wild card, I wouldn't want to see them. if they can catch one, I agree with you. I just don't see how they can. I mean I
3: I think they can. I, I you know I, I think, think the AFC West is gonna too. shit the bed. Oh, it's is gonna poop the bed. Um, you know, real quick, Chain made a brilliant point. Wentz has thrown eighteen TDs to three picks. Two of the picks were against the Titans. The other one was in week two against the Rams. Uh, I don't know if Jalen Ramsey did it. He probably did. I don't remember. He's not turning the ball over. And when hmm. he does that, you know, my boy Micah Pittman, USC, a great possession receiver. You know, he's not going to run past everybody on the defense, but he's an awesome receiver. Um, he, he just catches the football. You Big know, body, they good their Titans. They have the best line, great hands. Big dude, they have the best offensive line in football, I think. Um, as long as Quentin Nelson's healthy, yeah, man. And with Jonathan Taylor, you don't turn the ball over and you can run the
0: football. Good grief,
3: you're not going to well, lose. Well, much. I hear y'all
0: saying it's that the Colts are kind of like my fantasy team. They stumbled out the gate, but they're really getting well <laughs> now.
2: No, not at all, Randall. Uh, okay,
0: not. all right. All right, one we'll, we'll wrap up we'll wrap up NFL. Not even close. Real fast. I'm to the point again that I'm on the Chiefs Bucks rematch. Let's get a quick opinion of that. Rod, do you have a Super Bowl pick and is it the Chiefs and the Bucks?
3: I'm going to go with the Chiefs now in the NFC. Yeah. I mean, actually, you know, I'm going to go Arizona I think their defense nice. and Kyler Murray comes back. I'm going
0: Arizona and the Chiefs. Robbie Davis, where are you at on the Super Bowl picks? Oh man, I've fallen so far from my Chargers
1: pick. Um I damn it. I'm going Patriots and <laughs> I'm going Packers. Yeah. I hate my life. It's, tw- it's 2021, I'm right? Do you know that yeah. it's 2021? Yeah, yeah. i so I know. I, I think Mac Jones gets together. It, uh, Packers and Patriots. Our you just talked about reliable quarterbacks in the playoffs.
0: Just bring yeah. us home. Oh sorry. man,
3: sorry for blowing you up. It's
2: it's the Bucs Chiefs, man. Like. Tom Brady, MVP, like, he's going to do it again. He's going to beat the Chiefs. They're going to win the Super Bowl. And he's going to have four Hall of Fame careers within his, you know, decade, yeah. two decades or whatever he's played. So. We're probably going to swing back to that subject in a minute. Yeah, he's, like, my just, age, dude. I just – I I mean, like, he, he is unbelievable still, like – Come on. It's not even fair. It's like being on,
1: on the TV screen. I, you know, I just keep getting better and better. There you it go. was
2: like it was like me playing you and Madden in ninety-six. You remember that? Like I used to beat <laughs> I used to beat the By the way, everywhere. by the way,
1: by the way, by the way, speaking of Madden, can I get some Brandon Chain money to get me a PS5? I'm on the waiting list for like a year and a half now. So I got a, a,
2: I got a two and a three I can tape together, and we oh. can get a five. <laughs> hey,
0: over here at our house, we got a Nintendo Switch. We can't even get into PlayStation. I will I, agree. I think, I I think protect right now, picking, it's the Bucks and the Chiefs. But i tell you what my dream Super Bowl is, is the Patriots and the Bucks. I think that would be the ultimate Super Bowl – just I wanna sit down and watch it and we'll, we'll ESPN talk about ESPN orgasm.
2: Everybody yeah. does, but yeah. Billichek's not getting there. So yeah. I we'll think come back no to in
0: just a minute because we're running really short, but I want to get on to college football really fast.
2: Really short.
0: I think I've been the one guy that's been on the stump even more than Brandon has, who is a Ohio State fan that Oregon had no business being in front of Ohio State. I didn't think Oregon was real. I didn't think they deserved to be there. Oregon gets just blasted. Is this the end of the Pac-12 for the playoffs? And what happened to the Oregon team that beat Ohio State at the war We'll start with our West Coast expert. We sleep in May, Raj Mehta. No, it's not the end of the Pac-12 playoff chance because there never
3: was a beginning. There was no shot. If Oregon played Ohio State now in the shoe, they'd lose by 60. It was a week two game with a freshman quarterback. Their defense played well. You know, Oregon's got awesome linebackers. Justin Flo was still healthy. Um, You know, obviously Thibodeau, I don't don't remember if he played that game. He did not. Ohio State now – Ohio State now – and we knew this would happen, once they figured it all out, they have the best receiving core in, like, the last five, ten years, and you can tell that to Alabama. Uh, Right. If they played right now, they would absolutely smoke them, and as far as the Pac-12 goes, you know, I always think of the quote from Harold and Kumar, the universe tends to unfold (laughs) as it should. Yeah, I mean, I agree with Rob. You can't justifiably, like, you know, Rob and I, and he's still an attorney, I'm not, but we have a thing called, you know, facts. And the fact is that Oregon beat Ohio State. And theoretically, sure. do, we, do we know that Ohio State was pro- is probably the better team? Sure. But if we supposedly have a system based upon computers and we take it away from opinions and polls and, sure. you know, into more factual data in, in this age of metrics, then that's why I didn't freak out over it. You know, I, I agree at the time, Oregon should have been ahead of Ohio State but it was just a matter of time. I mean, all right. Utah is a ranked team. They get it together. Their coach Whittenham is awesome. You don't go into Utah at all and win on a Friday night in the middle of Salt Lake city, cold, crazy crowd. Everybody looks the same. There's just something they never lose in that environment. And the ducks didn't have a chance. Um, <laughs> I-, I knew they get smoked. I bet on Utah. Uh, But, yeah, the Pac-12 didn't have a chance either. It it was awesome they beat Ohio State. They were two touchdown underdogs. Uh, It was like the only thing our crappy conference can hang their hat on. But, I mean, Ohio State right now, you know, as far as they have to have the big uglies, as it said, to match up with Georgia. But, I mean, they look pretty damn good. And quarterback-wise,
0: they're night and day better than Georgia all right, Jane. You feel justified a little with the Ohio State Buckeyes <laughs> after Oregon
2: falls. Uh, well, it, like like Rod said, this is a matter of time. Uh, it puts a smile on my face because this is college football every year. You see these teams that battle, um, that maybe stumble early in the season. Typically, the Big Ten side we we schedule, you know, at a conference and whatever, uh, regardless. Stumbled, completely different team now. So I was not expecting what happened to Michigan State last week. I was expecting, you know, a 10, 14-point win. Um, And they just dominated. I mean, you look at the defense, like, that is what I'm – I mean, the offense was, you know – Phenomenal. We, we've always known the offense was going to click at some point and and going to be great, but the defense. I mean, we held Walker to twenty-five yards. I mean, he, he's a Heisman candidate that that rushes for over 100 yards a game. I mean, so way you look ahead at of everybody that,
3: else statistically at the time.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, you just look at that. That those statistics, like this was. A big smile on my face for, for way beyond what I thought could happen. Um, but this is very reminiscent of that 2014 season where we lost early and, you know, we, we finally got that four spot in. We beat Bama and then Oregon and won the national championship. So hopefully um, history prevails here and, and repeats itself.
0: Robbie Davis, were you more shocked at Oregon falling or the fact that Brandon Chain jumped ahead so he could talk about Ohio State first? No, Ohio State
1: played so well. And so this is the intriguing thing for me. They've got Georgia one, Ohio State two, Alabama three, and Cincinnati four. Let's just play this ahead. They obviously want – well, they, they probably want Alabama to beat Georgia because we could put two SEC teams in. If Alabama beats Georgia, then Ohio State goes to one. Georgia-Bama are two and three. That's a rematch two weeks in a row or two games in a row. Like, them jumping Ohio State while it's, like, visually makes sense. On the matchups, it doesn't make sense. And then if Georgia beats Alabama, do they – I think – Let's say Ohio State beats Michigan, which they will. Then Alabama beat – so Notre Dame slides in. Well, is no. Notre Dame one loss better than Alabama's two loss? Like they're just setting it up for just a controversy that doesn't need to be there. Like, I, it, It's going to be – Controversial because Alabama's sitting there; they lost. It, maybe they get blown out by Georgia. It's not, it's not a, it's not a question. But if it's a close loss, they're gonna be ahead of Notre Dame and without a conference championship. Notre Dame sitting there; they're gonna be there without a, without a win. Like I just think they're gonna. This whole thing is, to me, just ready for disasters. Oklahoma State; they can beat Oklahoma this weekend. Beat Oklahoma again in the Big Twelve championship, but they still can't jump Notre Dame and Cincinnati.
2: They can, so they beat Oklahoma's. Or they beat Oklahoma this weekend. They play Baylor in the national in, in their uh, Big, the Big Twelve oh, championship. Okay,
1: yes, yeah, so they won't. Okay, I also So, so the then,
2: football. so then they can they can beat Baylor, and they're they're sitting at number what seven right now. I mean they they can easily slide in if Bama loses. Bad to
0: uh Georgia if Bama loses bad if Bama doesn't lose bad all this is out and Bama still makes the playoffs. Yeah you think I, so I'm you not. think
2: if Bama loses they don't loses deserve it but, closely yeah. if Bama I, loses closely are we all in consensus that it's Georgia Ohio State uh Cincinnati Bama four
0: well no I'm in consensus <laughs> that they will somehow make Alabama number three so Wait, I, 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 don't think based on what you're lose closely. Close close. close.
1: oh, oh, oh. because in the SAC scenario, is so great. No, oh, in that no. scenario, in that scenario, you're saying Georgia, you just beat Alabama, you have to play them again. I that that's not fair. They they it doesn't matter. Say, I'll play Cincinnati, and then let Georgia or let Alabama Cincinnati. There's, I Cincinnati. I get
2: I get the po- politics of it, but. The, the logistics and, like, uh, just face value of it. If you lose to Georgia and it's not that close and Cincinnati's undefeated, wins out, like, why? And if Alabama's going to get in, why would they jump? cincinnati I,
1: I, that's what still be out it, out no why idea. would it
3: they have, they have to go why wouldn't notre if dame alabama get in to georgia, if they only they have, have one loss and that's to a playoff team in cincinnati that's undefeated
0: because notre I dame beat probably, everybody else
3: is it just because the sec i mean bama doesn't deserve to go I yeah they lost the number Robert one to, team theoretically but go ahead no, sorry no, if, so if, if, if wins
1: alabama loses to, to georgia they have to go they, they, i they, agree
0: the point weeks ago is they're going to put a their matchup their together preferential to treatment. Draw
1: TV no, no, uh, no, Rod. I'm yeah, you which know, is out of the playoffs,
0: out of the playoffs. No,
2: we're yeah, we're saying if oh, if yeah. loses oh, to Georgia, okay, my they, bad. they're out. They yeah. have to
1: be out. Yeah,
3: I have agree, but I don't. I think Bill like uh, Randall alludes towards. They seem to money always get talk. the benefit it's, of the doubt. It's and money talk, yeah, exactly. Money. They sneak in at number four. Then they win that first matchup against number two. and then, then you know, they're playing for, Georgia. They're three right? weeks. Yeah, that, but
2: then they're playing Georgia I mean, you can again. Save in, oh.
3: You can save in three weeks. I don't care who you're playing. The, the odds are he's that, going to win. That's fair, too. That's right. just my okay.
2: but I agree, but like, are they going to really put him in that position where you play Georgia again, like Robbie yeah, says? It's not,
1: it's not fair to Georgia. Georgia's going to the play tomorrow. You can't have to play the same team. You just beat Nobody cares
2: about Georgia right now.
1: Yeah, That's didn't Bama and LSU do something like that?
3: Not that any, of it, you guys are the only ones that watched in this part of the country. Like, I was like this same
1: thing. They, but didn't that happen a few years know, ago?
2: Don't you live in Chattanooga?
1: Let's let's get uh, this. Oh no, Raj is yes. too worried about USC getting killed by this part, part of the country. Whatever soul I have. All right, Dude, nobody watched
0: right, Alabama let's, LSU. Let's, it, let's bring it. was the together. same game a week. Later. Sorry,
2: sorry, Randall. Sorry. Go ahead Randall. Go ahead, Randall. Go ahead, Randall.
0: So here, here's the new. Here's here's the yes. scenario. That had yes, to do more than by the way. That, but it was not in a championship game. Alabama and LSU had played in the regular season. They've never been oh. a rematch of a team that played in the championship game. The because they're season. in the
3: same division, right? Like well, that's stupid. Right. Well, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not, not saying there so was. Now. I'm just
1: I'm saying says, there's no so way there's going to be this so, year. So, 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 Saban has seven championships. He has four SEC championships. Like, the system doesn't work necessarily how you want it to work, but
0: he wins. So, interesting question. Let's go here, and then we'll go to the conference championship game. Just short answers. That's an insane stat. Schedule out the window. Who are the best four college football teams? Who would Vegas have in the playoffs? I will start with Vegas would have in the playoffs Alabama – Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan. How are you measuring this? Who
3: would be Is that one is
2: that one, two, it's three, a, four? This is
3: subjective entirely.
0: I, I'm thinking Vegas would So you said
2: Alabama. Hold on, hold on, guys. Head. Let me explain
0: for everybody gets go. Alabama, Georgia would be favored over anybody they played. Alabama okay. would be favored over anybody they played other than Ohio State and Georgia. Michigan would be favored over any team they played other than Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia. So until after
2: this weekend,
0: then they're going to get rolled. Michigan and Ohio State can't both be in. I'm just saying, right now, if Vegas made the lines, who would be the best four team in the country?
3: Right now, yeah. But I thought you were talking about like in if the playoff. If,
0: if, if the next three weeks uh, go nope, forward, I we believe they yeah. should, who would Vegas declare the best four teams? Well,
3: I'm sure that's probably is... the top four teams in the playoff rankings. Yeah, so, minus one,
2: I would have Georgia minus 110. I would have Ohio State probably minus 200. Um, Alabama minus 400. So I would have, have Cincinnati.
0: Point Cincinnati would not be favored over Oklahoma State.
2: No. Yeah, that's I
0: was, my my Oklahoma floor.
2: State right now today. No, Oklahoma no. State has to I, win out. Well, no, if my, Oklahoma my, State if, wins out. But he's saying they, if
3: they played right now in a neutral field, would Cincinnati be the favorite or Oklahoma State? I think Cincinnati would be like a one or two point
1: favorite. I mean, my, I would, I would what's Oklahoma State does? My, my my head yeah. to head matchups is Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and Oklahoma State. Brandon?
2: Man, I, I'm not discounting Cincinnati right now until until I'm proven wrong. If, if Oklahoma State runs the table, which they very well can. Who,
0: would, would Cincinnati be a favorite over, over Oklahoma State on a neutral field? No. An undefeated right. team versus
3: a team that lost to a five-loss no. team? Who's Oklahoma they State's best win? They, they got lucky to beat Baylor at home.
1: Everyone, Cincinnati, disclaimer yes. best 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 alert, Rod. At Notre Dame. At Notre Dame. At it was. Which is the it was win. at Notre Dame. All right. No, I, I, but it's, I'm just going statistical. Oklahoma State. Rod, you got disclaimer. got disclaimer. That stuff.
3: Nah, dude. I have as much loyalty to Cincinnati as I do to Tennessee, which is a I lot. I like that this you place. love the balls.
0: Go,
1: balls, go. All right, guys.
3: Hi. I, I am going to games paid. Friday and Saturday.
0: But let's bring it, let's bring it back down to, to to the level. I want to ask a question. Is anybody other than Alabama and Georgia, is any of the conference championship games hold any intrigue for you this year? I, I literally think we could have Wake Forest versus North Carolina State. We could have Ohio State play Iowa. I guess the next best one to Alabama-Georgia would be Baylor-Oklahoma State. Uh, I don't even know. Out west, Rog, I, I think it's going to be uh, – Utah is, is probably the winner of Oregon-Oregon State. I don't even know. Yeah. The top,
3: the north. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know.
0: Is the term, I mean, for is so, so many years name, in the
3: SEC – it was a boring championship game because you had Alabama or LSU against some dirt bag, no offense, from the East. You know, Georgia wasn't that great. Nobody else was. So, yeah, it's awesome that we have the top two of the top three teams in the same conference and on different sides of the bracket. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. Aside from that, I mean, Notre Dame, BYU is the two best independents would be the best game. Uh, maybe, uh, Western Kentucky, UT, uh, San Antonio in the, uh, the old conference USA title game. Uh, yeah. I think maybe the next best game would be the big 12, the big 10, whatever. Ohio State's going to kill anybody that comes from the West. Uh, but yeah, after the sec, I'd go independence. If that's a thing, maybe the big 12 and then nobody cares.
0: What do you think? Nobody cares about the title games?
1: No, no, no. After
0: after those two.
1: This is called conditioning. This is the slow process of the championship games don't matter. Do you know why? Because they're not going to exist very long. Because they're going to a 12 or 18 playoff game, and these don't matter. And because so, Saban has seven championships and only four SEC championships. Yep. And so this is this, – it's all about the money. They don't want I these games to matter anymore. If they're going to sell the networks these games. You, these don't matter. What will matter is an expanded expanded playoff. That's what's going on. It there It's inevitable. It's going to happen because that's what the TV money is. I don't like it. I don't necessarily like this uh, – Transfer portal, don't necessarily like the NIL, but it's what's happening. And so we have to adapt. We have to understand it. And so that's what's going to happen. These championship games are a – now they're a nuisance instead of a profitable
0: situation. It's good to agree. God bless agree.
3: jilted capitalistic
0: Robbie. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. let stay focused. Let's get through this last one. Jay, outside – of the SEC, and I know you've been an Ohio State fan. You're probably excited to see Ohio State play Iowa, but I mean, you got what's Ohio State a two touchdown favorite going into that game? Is is the championship? I mean, race.
2: so so let's let's step back a second here. We we still have to play Michigan. Um, we're an eight point favorite in Ann Arbor. You can throw records out the window. Like, this, this is a rivalry game. It, it is.
0: Hold on just a second. It means more than the championship game is the point I was trying to get to. hundred percent.
2: hundred percent. Screw the championship game. Like, if you win this game, I mean, this, this is – you get, you know, Mel Tucker money. You get $95 million for, you know, 10 years or whatever it is or five years, whatever. Like, it is – it's crazy. But Ryan Day, he's a great coach. Um, we're on the right path. And and I don't see any hiccups here in Ann Arbor. But you throw records out the window. Um, Harbaugh's going to give his, his best shot for sure. Um, I don't think they can contain the passing. And our defense is playing as well as it is. I think we're an eight-point favorite. I'm going to go ahead and put out the bet you're nuts. We win by 14 points.
3: If I, absolutely. and Real quick, to Robbie's point, he's not even here. The conference championship games were a new advent when under the then system, which was entirely theoretical, they mattered because they were sponsored and money was involved. But now mm-hmm. under this system, which is a bit more measured and i guess grounded they don't matter they're silly and they will be gone hey rob real quick i was just talking about how under the old theoretical system conference championship games were a new advent because they had sponsors and they were designed to create money but under today's system they're useless really now that it's a bit more of a meritocracy if you will uh they're going to be gone i agree with rob it's always about money that's all it's about um
0: I just hope that we can figure out a way to settle it on the field. All right, guys, let's move on to the next subject. I know, I know, y'all are excited when I have to interrupt you and go. All right, everybody, when y'all talk at one time, nobody hears mad of you. So he said, let, "Let's one. stay focused." I like that. Yeah, I yeah, know. I got. I'm gonna time run out, a resume. By you. I'm gonna run a resume. A blind resume. He is 46 years old. He has been a previous head coach in the NFL where he was fired. He took a, a, a high profile top 15 NCAA college football game uh, program, stayed one year and left and went to a top 10 program, stayed three years and was fired. Everywhere he's been has brought NCAA problems, off the field problems with himself. He goes to a very high-profile assistance job, stays several years, and goes to a mid-major school with mixed success. He is now back to a Power Five conference where he's had one great year. This coach is the hottest coach in college football, and every job opening is clamoring for him. And I think you all know who I speak of. Jane, who is that Be
2: Mr. Lane Kiffin.
0: Florida, Miami, LSU. Uh-huh. He has a pick of where he goes.
2: He's the hot name on the ballot right now. Um, for
3: Florida, right? I thought you were talking about Bill O'Brien for a little bit, and then I, I got you. But I I mean, not everybody her. wants Kiffin. SC, LSU, do they want him? I, I thought Florida was like the best fit. But I don't, I did not even, I mean, that, that was a great call. I, I honestly didn't know.
0: I don't think he's going back to Southern Cal. That's one we can mark off the list. Yeah. <laughs> yes, USC he definitely. He the list. Robbie yeah. Davis. He was at Tennessee for a year and he did good things, bad things. But right now, Lane Kiffin's about to make a lot of money. I think.
1: Well, Jimmy Saxon's about to make a lot of money. Um, Probably always He's,
0: brings it back to the attorney.
1: Um, yeah, like, like yeah, I'm just, I'm just jealous of his life. But uh, I think we should do a whole show on this coaching carousel kind of thing. Uh, but if I'm Florida, I look, do I want Lane Kiffin? I, I mean, I don't know. For me, um, my age group, my, my life, it's, GD Florida, like that's that, like they've had Urban Meyer, they, they, they've had Steve Spur. Like, I can't imagine you saying a team that, like going after a coach that hasn't been undefeated somewhere. Like, th- that's coaching gold for me. Um, so if they go there, isn't that just doing a more risky Dan Mullen, in my opinion? Like, Dan Mullen's a better. Quarterback coach, and he, I think it's the, I think it's going back to the same way, well you just went to and with bad success. So I don't get it for for Florida LSU. I don't get it. LSU. LSU, in my opinion, is the best job in the entire country. There's no in-state rival. They bleed football. They bleed talent. And my God, if you win, like like. But it smells like corn it. dogs there. If we if we take a step back, if Saban didn't leave LSU, you're talking about probably ten to twelve championships there. Like realistically, because Alabama's not what they are, and LSU is a juggernaut. If um, Jesus coached Tennessee, you're talking about ten to twelve championships. Well, you may be talking about ten to twelve championships. Wrong, did you say before he leaves Alabama? That's what we're talking yeah, about. I mean, like, let, let, let's be serious. Oh, this is what we're talking about. Like We're just playing um, the if so game. I, I don't get the whole Lane Like Yeah, Lane Kiffin's a, he, he, I think he's good at Ole Miss. No, I don't I, – if I was LSU, if I was Florida, if I was USC, no, these are big boy programs and I want a big boy coach. And I still don't think Lane Kiffin – and this is no hatred of Lane leaving and Knoxville because – I would have left, too, if I was him. That's his dream job. Go. Go try it. Get it. I don't hate Lane. Lane, I don't, I don't hate Bruce Pearl. I'm not one of these people that hates ex-coaches. Um, but, no, I would not choose
0: Lane if I was either of either three of those schools. So, at Florida, they may be something oh, else. Jimmy six. You he's, know, uh, hey, hey, he's, he's Donald
1: Duck murder or Daffy, whatever, What's that? Duck, Duck Dougal or whatever the guy. Yeah.
3: He's, he's uh, boss
1: hog for like
3: Southern sandwiches uh,
0: Got a point to make. Point to make. Hold billions on. Billions of dollars. If he goes to Florida, he also has to steer around his ex wife, Layla and Reeves, whose father, John, is maybe the highest profile alumni at Florida, not named Steve Spurrier. So uh. they are. Lane Kiffin brings issues almost where, everywhere he goes. But is he, in your mind, it, with what he did at Ole Miss, is he now elite as a head coach?
2: Can she compete with Dan Mullen's wife at Florida? Really? <laughs> Come on. She was
3: pretty hot. She was a
2: cheerleader. I mean, um,
3: let's sorry, no.
2: Right, wait, 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 why wait.
1: Wait, wait, Brandon, like, come Brandon. Come Brandon. On. Hold, hold on. on. Reckless speculation. Reckless speculation. <laughs> Reckless. The point, speculation. I've got an actual point. Yeah.
0: To answer the your question, right <laughs> It would be hold on. It's like hiring Jimmy Haslam's ex-son-in-law <laughs> to be head coach at Tennessee, <laughs> but hiring yeah. Clay Giffin to be the head coach at Florida. Look, but the yeah. list you just
3: explained oh, it was, it was one person. Impressive. He has so much experience. Right and wrong. He's learned a lot. Dan Mullen can lead a position in group.
0: Dan Mullen cannot lead a program. Wayne Kiffin had, can. Dan Mullen had Mississippi State at number one for several weeks. They ended up reality. Hey. Day,
3: you know, every, you know, a bunch of guys turned seniors and, you know, Robbie could have coached them with the same record. Not to impugn oh. Mississippi State, but. Probably better. Uh, All right.
0: Look, so it is
3: exactly. Probably better. Where like, does
0: Lane Kiffin end up being on the sideline to open twenty twenty two?
3: LSU.
0: I hope. I hope. Because we want Dave Aranda.
2: LSU. One hundred percent LSU.
0: No, I, I'll just stick with Ole Best. and just leave it that. I, I will throw out. I think he ends up in Miami. He's not going to Miami. Whoa. Why, why was, uh, uh, Randall, okay. A lot why, of money, let, less let, pressure. He doesn't like why pressure. Is,
1: why would he go to Miami? Uh,
0: first of all, he loves South Florida, which he's been open about. He, Number two. a I a love South Florida. Let if I have
1: money, I can go there every weekend I want to.
0: Hey, Focus, let Randall finish. That program best fits Lane Kiffin's personality. It is an outlaw program that needs an outlaw leader, and I believe Lane Cliffin would be able to run that program, much like the '90s and the early 2000s. If he wants to go rogue, Miami is the place for him to go. Now, That's a great point. Yeah.
2: yeah. Do you see? Do you see Kiffin wearing that big
0: chain? Do you see Hell him yeah.
2: wearing
3: that? Yes, yeah. You, no, absolutely. I don't think so. Absolutely. He wanted FAU, he, and I think he's. I he's, think he's gonna, going gonna to be. No, no disrespect, or I rarely disagree with Chain, but I totally see him wearing that chain.
2: Hey, so Kiffin, he don't—he doesn't
3: give an F. I know he so, doesn't,
2: and that's so why he's going to be at LSU. I promise. He's gonna, briefly, and he's going to kill it. He wants to recruit he himself. Game. He wants to beat Saban. I, I promise. On, that's a good point. He will do
1: it. That's true. As, as someone but, who grew up going to kind of a no-win Robbie, last one. Well, Life it's
0: work, it's a terrible life.
1: fan base. They don't care. They've got the Dolphins. They've got the, the Marlins. they don't care about. They've got no one. They don't care They've got about 80 sports. degrees and yeah. a beach. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. worse than LA. Hey, than now
2: bad. they got Urban Meyer, like, you know, their favorite fan. <laughs> Just kidding. His <It> facetious, voice. <laughs> Laugh. You know
0: what? <laughs> I don't want to bring up this subject. We might put it in the coaching carousel. Could Urban Meyer end up back at Florida?
2: Oh God, he just needs to retire from everything. Think like, about it. just stop. No, he, we'll no. take him
1: in LA, but it it would be the most interesting thing um, in the coaching carousel ever. Yes, don't you
2: just stop.
1: Mm-mm. I All don't
0: right even no. We are. We are 70 minutes in. We got 20 minutes. I want to touch on college basketball and the NBA. Let's do it. College Forget basketball. NBA. We're just going to talk about the what you talked about. College basketball. We had a big tournament this weekend. And it, it, we talked about it in preview of the local it's got some local interest. We saw Tennessee get thrashed by Nova, then beat North Carolina. We saw Nova thrash Tennessee and then lose to Purdue. Of all the performances up there, I thought Purdue was the best team that I saw. I also thought Tennessee probably got a lesson on big boy basketball when they played Villanova. We'll start in the bottom corner with Mr. We Sleep in May. What was your impression of four top 15, 16 teams and what we learned this early on. So just that tournament and not Gonzaga yesterday because uh, – Talk about everything.
3: That 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 was a badass game yesterday too.
0: Go ahead.
3: Yeah, okay, real quick on that tournament. Yeah, I mean – So looking at Villanova, their starting lineup is three seniors and two juniors, four of which average 14 points per game or more. That's the antithesis of a young Tennessee team. You don't want to face them in November. You want to face them when Tennessee starts to learn how to play together in March or February? Yeah, of course. But right now, Nova, you know, UCLA beat them. That game, it was lucky to go to overtime. And that's only because Nova, whose bench is not deep, had two starters foul out. And Pac 12 refs are the worst. That's not, refs are never the reason why you win or lose a game. Um, but, no, it was just a terrible matchup for everybody not named Gonzaga and probably Purdue based on their size. Uh, answer mm-hmm. your question, Tennessee is very talented and very deep. Um, you know, I kind of like them without Fulkerson. I know, I know he's effective, but I'm just sick of seeing him. <laughs> Sorry, he's been there 18 years. But, uh, yeah, Purdue, you, you know, that ED kid learned how to play, that, that, that point guard, uh, the European dude. And Travion Williams, I mean, that guy was – considered a player of the year before Edie at like averaging like 20 and 15. And now he can play with them. He comes off the bench right now. Um, Just a very big team and versatile Uh, as what I've seen though. Gonzaga is like, it's number one and then like 30 spots and then Kansas and then everybody else. That's my opinion.
0: All right. Robbie Davis, what was your take? And we can come back. if You want to talk more about Gonzaga? We can, bring that out but Robbie what was your opinion of the tournament and what you saw and what did we learn well I want to
1: say I applaud what Raj just said and for I I'm not a sports writer I'm not anything but I somehow get all ball Twitter basketball irrational thoughts every single loss and the oh. You got to fire Rick Barnes, got to do all this. Guys, calm down. Like, they lost to a veteran basketball team. This is a young team finding themselves. Then they rebounded to beat a really good North Carolina team by 20. Like, just, like, this is not football. You don't go undefeated. You mm-hmm. just, you build on wins and you build on losses. The reason Rick Barnes plays this schedule is to get ready for the tournament. Yes, I know we haven't had great success in the tournament. But you can't not have success if you don't challenge yourself. So, everyone, just ch- just chill out. Barnes has this team. They're locked and loaded. They've got potential. Kenny Chandler won't go one for nine in most games. And they won't shoot, what, three for 21 in the three-point. They're adapting to a new style of play. Chill out. Relax. This team is going to be good. And just for fuck's sakes, calm down. Bobby, oh. I do. I do oh. think Tennessee Randall's
3: right there from Philly. That's week. big boy basketball.
0: Yeah. I do think Tennessee learned something this past weekend, and that is tested. the ability to have a smaller lineup on the floor. Oh, oh and, yes, and be more effective.
1: Oh, against North Carolina, they they lit them right. up. The small lineup, yeah, play three guards, and and like there's. That Huntley-Hatfield kid. Kids. And if that you can rebound
0: it. with that, that's a great lineup. Yep. Um, yeah. Shane, you being the Big Ten guy, I, I do they agree with Rod that Gonzaga's the best team. But I'm yeah. going to go ahead and say something kind of controversial. I think Purdue is my number yes. two team. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, watching Purdue, they were, you know, ed 74, 295. I mean, this, this guy – He's. A, they also shoot well on the perimeter. They rebound well. I mean, they're just an all-around, you know, start of a team right now. It's early. Um, I want to go back to the the Tennessee Nova game uh, just a bit. So I know it was kind of dominant for Villanova there, but the biggest thing that I saw the difference, uh, I mean, they played really great defense. They, they shot great on the perimeter, but the, the Vols turnover they, they were 18 to seven on turnovers. So 18 turnovers for the Vols, which typically in basketball isn't, isn't a huge deal. Um, but that kind of really stuck out for me watching the game. Um, but yeah, we'll go back to, uh, Purdue size, I think they match up with Gonzaga pretty well. So they've got that freshman, uh, what's the seven footer uh, freshman from Zaga?
3: Green. Yeah,
2: who. Nice who is research, great. by the way. Um,
3: Somebody did their college
1: basketball research. That yeah, so uh,
2: Eddie, Eddie, uh, or yeah, Eddie, dude, looked, looked dominant, you know, um, for Purdue. And, and their perimeter shooters were fantastic. They moved the ball well. They played defense. They looked disciplined. Uh, you know, I, I, I definitely think they can contend. Not like UCLA, which got, you know, ham-boned, if you will, by Gonzaga yesterday, uh, which was – that was just – Mm, that's tough to watch
0: there. But. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Uh, before we move on, I wanna I wanna touch one more thing. Let's talk about it. let and that's another kind of a off the cuff question. Do we all agree Gonzaga's number one?
2: Yes, clear. No okay. hands down.
0: Purdue, UCLA, some combinations, number two. I go Kansas, Purdue.
2: Yeah, I would say Purdue, I got, I got, Kansas. I got
1: Purdue number two, but yeah, something like yeah. that. Duke's probably you, a
2: top UCLA's. Five.
1: No, Duke's not top five.
2: We'll no, see. Five. So Zaga's uh, got, got some. Zaga's got town. Duke. Zaga's got Hold Duke on, in Alabama time, in
1: the next three weeks.
2: So that's going to yeah. be fun to watch.
0: Anyways, ask your question, Randall. Sorry, we're interrupting. The team that moved the most this weekend was Baylor. Does anybody watch Baylor and think this Baylor team, they graduated most of its starting lineup. Did they reload? Is Baylor a threat? So that was my question. I wanted to get everybody's opinion on where Baylor is coming off of last year's title game run. Robbie, have you saw Baylor? Uh, Yes, I think Baylor, I mean, a
1: threat in college basketball is, I mean, do you get a good seeding? I mean, we've seen seven seeds win. I mean, yes, they're a threat, and they are well-coached. They're a well-run program, and the Big 12, you know, Texas, you got uh, Chris Beard coming in, redoing them. You got Texas that get a new coach. A M got Buzz Peterson still building that program. Yes, I think Baylor's absolutely a program that is a threat. And um they're looking good so far. And yeah, I mean, why aren't
0: they a threat? Well, Robbie, I guess my point too is who do you see outside of those first five, six, seven teams that you've saw so far this year? You go, This this is a legit basketball team. Can I be a homer? Uh, no. Yeah. I, um, you can't help it. Yeah,
1: you can't help it. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, what what you want in the postseason is point guard play. And if Kenny Chandler improves what he thinks he's going to be, then, yes, I'm all in on Tennessee. Um, the other team I would look at, um, a team – Maybe I guess Kansas is probably in the outside. They're they're a good team looking into. Auburn looked pretty good today. Connecticut also looked good. Connecticut looked really good today, beating Auburn. Um, Cole looked really good. They have an easy schedule. They're getting the tournament. Um, look, I, I, so if I have an outside the top ten team, I'll go with Connecticut.
0: Rod, you always come up with the interesting answers.
3: You know Connecticut's a strong team. They come. They came back with. You know people say they lost a uh, book night, who was a lottery pick, but they brought back like six or seven dudes, and they had a dude uh, Sanogo who didn't play a lot last year. He 30 footer. today, um, seven footer who's just like uh, Arizona. Arizona's got uh, that Francis. Okojo, I can't remember his name. Akojo, uh, Okoro. Uh, seven-footer that was averaging like three points a game. He learned how to play basketball. He's now like a 2015 guy. Arizona's starting five is lethal. They don't have the depth that other people have. Um, If I'm looking, right, you know, a team that's not even ranked, that when I always look at their roster, they remind me of Houston and others, is I'm a big believer in the banger, in the uh, the 6'8", 6'9", 240 guy. Texas Tech is full of those dudes. And, they're not ranked right now, but they should be. And I think they're going to be probably a top 10 or 15 team if they have the outside shooting uh, by the end of the year. Uh, I'm not a big SEC guy. I do think Tennessee is the best team in the SEC talent-wise. And, you know, then maybe Kentucky, uh, Alabama, and Arkansas, too reliant on jump shooting. But, yeah, to answer your question finally, I think Tennessee – Oh, shit. Sorry, Mike. My- Shoulders messed up. Arizona, you know, I, I'm going to be a homer for one in basketball, and I do like USC basketball. I, they're deep and talented, and I like their coach. Uh, but, yeah, Texas is going to get much better with their transfers, but Kansas is right there. Uh, you know, they lost by 30 to USC in the round of 32 last year, but, you know, they were missing a bunch of dudes. So they got transfers. Just
1: real real quick, out. real quick, if Tennessee goes to the final four – they're going to be in New Orleans. Bourbon Orleans Hotels on me for the four of us. Let's go. Oh, okay.
2: We'll be there
1: I'm, and we'll do a
2: live I've heard that conditional every year. <laughs> uh, all right.
0: I'm with you on this one. Uh, I'd also add I'm going to be a homer too in the SEC, but I think Alabama is my team that's just I, – I, I really – I like their roster, but I, I haven't seen them play, but I have a basketball. Shane, who do you got?
2: I mean, what outside of Akron. top twenty? No, I mean Ohio State's close. I mean they're getting there. They they felt or fallen out of the top twenty five. Um, they they're, they're going to be if they'll they'll be there in the tournament. You know, we'll see what happens. Man, I I really like Purdue uh, after what I've seen. I mean Purdue has really impressed me. Um to Duke match is, up with Gonzaga, Duke is solid, but to match up with Gonzaga valid. right now, um uh, perimeter gonna, shooters, um defense, big guys, Purdue's got it all they they can match up and and i'm I'm going to put them in there with
1: with gonzaga i I, I agree, I think Purdue's really really good.
2: Yeah.
0: So Matt painter deserves one. Yeah. Now he can coach. Yeah. All right, guys. I finished up on college basketball, but I want to go to the NBA for just a second. Don't look like we'll make it to baseball this week, but let's get to the NBA. I will admit my NBA fandom uh, – Raj always has something up. My NBA fandom is just like this. Yell at me at about game 70. Let me get to this- – Let me check the box scores to see where everybody's at. And I'll be set for the playoffs by reading Sports Illustrated online one day. So in our little group text, there was some comments flying around. The Lakers are bad. The Warriors are all this. So I got my little old school newspaper today. Flip to the stats page. Yes, I bought a newspaper. And I started reading what's going on in the NBA. I was shocked to find out the Lakers are 10 and 10. I was also shocked to find out the Golden State Warriors were 16 and 2. Why? I assumed, again, till playoffs time, I don't care. So last image I have of the Warriors last year is without Clay Thompson. The last image I have of the Lakers are still a powerhouse basketball team. The last image I may have is the winning the championship two years ago. So here's the question: Are the Lakers the trash that I heard them called? And are is Golden State Warriors as elite as I heard them called? Jane, you raise your hand first. You can go first.
2: Yes, so the Lakers are complete trash right now. Like, complete trash. I mean, yeah, right now, like, this season, like, ever, like, not going to happen. They will not make the playoffs. (sighs) I don't think so. I don't think so, Raj. Uh, Anyway, so, yes, um, the Warriors are the best team. By far, and they don't even have Clay Thompson yet. And as soon as they get Clay Thompson, it is going to like power jump them into the front by like 17 games or whatever. Like they're going to just obliterate people. The Lakers.
0: I. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
2: Go
0: ahead, Shane. You had finished that. No, yeah, no, 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 I was just. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no, no You've got more to say
1: than I've got to say.
0: No, I've got I a lot to say, say, so you guys go
1: ahead. I've got something to say that's not pleasant. I was going to say, it
2: was... They, I, I texted you guys last night, I think. They are as bad as they were old on the court. And it was just awful to watch. So, I'll leave it at that.
0: Robbie Davis. <laughs> I can't
1: believe you asked a question about basketball, NBA basketball. Um, hey, dude! Wait. I think it's great. The 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 uh, the Warriors, what sixteen and two without Clay Thompson, the Lakers, or something else? Why are they playing basketball before Christmas? Is my question. <laughs> Who cares? Like, I don't care. I don't think anyone watching our podcast cares. There, there can't Thank be. You. Any segment of this real population that cares about watching NBA basketball right now, like, yes, give me – No clue. We got conference tournaments they at least mean something. I don't understand why we want talking about NBA. Hey, hey, uh, LeBron should be suspended for 10 games. That, that Isaiah Stewart, or whatever his name is, should be suspended for 20 games. That's all I got to say with the NBA right now. That's it. He, he should right, play – He,
0: he should on take Derrick
1: Henry's place. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 who cares about the NBA in
0: November?
2: Nobody. Well, Phoebe and
0: I do because this is Phoebe. We're basketball peers. I was trying. I was trying to be all inclusive. I like,
1: I like basketball, but I like it too. But it matters. And and Randall, this is my show too. Like I, I just want to be fair to the viewers. No one really cares. I totally Game agree with you. Is 80. what I'm saying. Ron, one disagreement. My
3: one disagreement is that games. I like good basketball as the purest team basketball right now. The only two teams that are doing that are golden state and Phoenix. They both have a lot of veterans, you know, with golden state, it by the end of the season. Yes. But Jordan pool has, is the most improved player in basketball. In my opinion, uh, he's playing the two clay. Thompson's going to come back who also plays the two. When they go small, it's going to take a little bit of time because there's only one basketball, but they have the best coach in the league, and they're going to be good eventually. I don't think as soon as Clay comes back, because it's a feeling out point. Phoenix is the same exact team. They're going to be good for that purpose. But as to your point about the NBA and the playoffs, the playoffs are all that matters. You just have to get in. The Lakers are going to make the playoffs. As long as everybody stays healthy, they're going to be fine. They have three guys that were on the roster last year. And uh, one of them's is Taylor Horton Tucker, who was out most of the year. He's the only young infusion of talent, really. But LeBron's missed 11 games. They have Westbrook, who's amazing. But Anthony Davis, there's one basketball. And it takes time. So all they have to do is be in the top eight seeds, which right now at the season end today, they're the eighth seed. They're getting in and nobody wants to see them in the playoffs because they're going to, you know, conserve players every day and every night. They'll learn how to play together and they'll shorten the rotation and they'll be fine. I mean, matching up with Russ, LeBron and Davis, those are probably the three biggest mismatches in the league physically at at their respective positions, Uh, you know, aside from freaks like Durant and Steph Curry. So, The Lakers are going to be fine, in my opinion. Basketball, yeah. I mean, I can kind of boil it down to highlight plays right now. Uh, It is too long of a season like baseball. Again, Phoenix and Golden State play great team basketball. uh, But in the East, like Brooklyn and Milwaukee, they're basically one or two players right now, Uh, even though Milwaukee's the same team. Yes, it doesn't matter. Christmas Day, Martin Luther King Day, which is another – for someone very liberal like myself, interesting how the NBA chose to market that. But days that are just exclusively basketball are kind of the start of the season for me as my point, and then the playoffs. And so I still care because I love basketball, but am I going to watch a full game if it's Portland versus Sacramento? Nope, I'm not gonna answer that because I'm just gonna swear. So that was rhetorical. All right.
0: So yeah. for 93 minutes hosting this show tonight has been like a NASCAR wreck. I feel beat up tonight, guys. I just gotta go oh, ahead right. and tell y'all. I feel like we're, we're all on vacation. Put- I, thought, I thought you did great. I haven't slept in 48 <laughs> hours, so it's been a rough day. I thought you did great. Yeah, I do want to get, it was a good show, and I want to get to our, our closing segments. And we didn't get through everything. I probably put too much show out there. But I want to start with putting some people on upset alert. I've got one that I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to jump out of college football. I've been very successful in putting upset alerts out on people in college football. I am going to put the Dallas Cowboys on upset alert. I just don't like the way the Cowboys are playing. I think the Raiders have kind of gathered the storm around them. Henry Ruggs, John Gruden. I don't know why But I just feel like the Raiders are really going to play the Cowboys lots out. So I'm going to put the Dallas Cowboys on upset alert. And also, that's minus seven and a half. Also, another cheap upset alert. I'm going to put the New England Patriots on upset alert. A six and a half point favorite over the Tennessee Titans. Seven right now. Mm, six and a half no, you're right. I it was six it. and a half this morning. Yeah. So, those are my two teams. Okay. Right. you're looking hard, studying hard. You want me to come back or you got him?
1: Oh, come back to me. I, okay. can, I can go. Hey, hey, check your phone. Check your phone. Me? Yeah. Then come back to me. Okay.
2: All right. He's out. So... I am uh, actually three for three over the last three weeks. So I had Purdue over uh, Michigan State, Baylor over Oklahoma, Utah over Oregon, which, I mean, they were favored by three on Vegas, but everybody thought Oregon was going to win that game. Anyway, my next one, I'm going to take Florida State over Florida. Ooh. Plus two and a Ooh. half. I'm going to take that as the upset alert. Um, Florida, the best ugly they're in game disarray the right now. What's that?
3: The best ugly game of the year. Ordinarily, uh, that's yeah. like yeah. must-see TV, but this year it's like a dumpster fire. Exactly.
2: And, you know, Mullen's leaving. She's leaving. Florida guys aren't going to be up for it.
0: All right, Rod's meta. Who are you going to put on upset alert? Well, first, I'm going
3: to tackle your Raider question. Henry Rugg's situation has affected the team. I, you know, some people thought it would be a one, two week thing and they could kind of get by it. They signed Deshaun Jackson. No, it's affected them in the locker room, on the field. I don't want to put rumors out there. There was a unsubstantiated rumor that another Alabama player was racing him earlier in the night, drag racing, who happens to play running back. I don't think it's true, but that's the verse, as Rob says. Uh, they just haven't figured it out. They're too reliant on Waller. And it's not the defense, and Carr can turn in to Carr. He's a, a Super Bowl win quarterback one week, and then next week he is uh, – you know, who's the Titans backup before Mariota, that guy. I'm, I'm just trying to relate to everybody here. Uh, Mettenberger. Yeah, that guy, Zach Mettenberger. Yeah, that guy was terrible. That, that's car. Yeah. Um, I use bet MGM sports because in Tennessee, something like uh, marijuana is uh, illegal, but I, I guess gambling is less harmful to the family unit. Uh, who needs to pay mortgages anyways, but, I use BetMGM Sports, and my point is the only sport I win at is college basketball. And that's win at, meaning that I don't lose my ass. I have to be on my phone to see my BetMGM, and I'm looking at you guys, and you probably don't want to listen to me ramble on. So I don't really know is my point because ESPN doesn't really update uh, tomorrow's lines. Um, If you want me to go NFL, I agree with the Titans pick. Uh, I was like, I forgot. It's my bad. I I should have freaking gotten on before. But uh, oh, CBS Sports. Can you can you listen to Robbie? And I'll just I won't even say anything aside from my point spread tomorrow. It's going to be college basketball.
0: Bet your nuts coming up next with your chance to enter. Okay, let's go that. Yeah, I'll wait. Um. All
1: right. So yeah. So I just want to take my time. Uh, I'll give you my bets in just a second. I. Want to take a little bit of time. This is just my time. This is not reckless speculations time. This is just for me personally. Um, I want to congratulate the jury in the uh, Armad Aubrey shooting, and they convicted those three kid, the three people of killing him. And so I want to applaud them. The j- justice system worked out well, in my opinion. And the, again, just me, not reckless speculations. With just me. Um, for yes, for once, and I, I was sitting in a at a bar in Georgia when it happened, and um, I saw the headlines and said the jury comes back, and I was worried of, I was worried about a riot, and and I'm glad that the jury system worked, um, and I'm glad to be part of that that worked. Um, as far as my bets, um, I think I'm going to go a parlay this weekend. It's going to be a Vols parlay. I like falls basketball on Friday with Tennessee Tech at 3 p.m. tip off. I'll probably be there. And then flip around that to the ball versus Vandy. Vandy's a horrible team, and Josh Heifel is rolling this momentum into the bowl game. Uh, ball's going to cover both games. I like the Vols weekend, the double cover. What about the you know, upset? You didn't say an upset like me. We, well, we need upset. I'm, I'm, I'm getting winners. How about Fred Ole Miss? Is the upset. Plus Fred two. Fred is is the upset. Hey, hey, oh hey I'm, plus I'm three two. weeks in a row right yeah. now. the Mississippi, Mississippi State. Uh, does look good against Thursday at Mississippi well, State. Thursday, Thursday alone with football and basketball. I can't leave on traveling tomorrow. It's going to be a fantastic day of sports.
0: It is. All right. So we got one more. set. Robbie gave us his bed His nuts and. Robbie, I agreed with you. I didn't know where you were going, but congratulations. And, you know, we get in America, we, we, we don't appreciate the legal system enough. As someone who has been in the legal system for a variety of issues, the legal system does work when it's given the opportunity to work. Yes. So,
1: and, and just, I'll promise to be brief. And for both sides, like for all sides, like they're, they're, it's a system and it's it, it's there to work. And there's outcomes that both people don't like, but it truly does work if you trust in it and believe in it. What about Absolutely. the Root case? Oh, sorry. Never mind. Let's go back. Yeah, that's why, that's why I, plus and minuses. Yeah,
3: that's my lawyer.
0: <laughs> yeah. Brendan, who do you put yeah. on that? <laughs> of course it is. What's that? Oh, who's your bet your nuts this week? Uh, my bet your nuts is
2: Ohio did State. Did get your
0: upset alert? I, I don't, I, I'm lost. I'll, yeah, he did. It's
2: fine. I'll, I'll give it to you anyway.
0: Okay. Uh, my bet, oh, your, you
2: did. bet your nuts is Ohio State plus eight in Ann Arbor. We're going to beat him by at least two touchdowns, so go ahead and count that. Um, my, uh, upset was Florida
0: State over Florida. Uh, whoa. And I will give you my bet. You're nuts. I'm going to give you one every day in college football, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I'm going to take Ole Miss lay in the two and a half. I'm Kiffin. going to take Iowa catching one and a half or one against Nebraska on Friday, and on mm. Saturday, I am going to take Brandon's Ohio State Buckeyes to blow the Michigan Wolverines out. I'm also going to take Ohio State to win the national championship, but that's another show. Rod, Mehta. me too.
3: I like it, man. That's, I, I agree, I think, with everything. You know, you got to go for what you know. Uh, again, college basketball is my is the sport I like the most probably right now, easily actually. Uh, the lines aren't really updated until the day of, so I don't really know. If I'm going football, go for what you know is the pack. How is number 13 BYU only a touchdown favorite against four and six USC, which you guys thought Butch Jones in Tennessee was a dumpster, dumpster fire. Dude, USC is imploding. It's a disaster. Um, they have one gone? good, pl- one great player. Bowl,
0: but Tennessee would be this year. Nobody.
3: Actually, I, I didn't, I knew that if, I'm not a slowist believer. Let's just say that. And I know that if it goes bad, especially under the bright lights of Los Angeles, one or two times, you lose to UCLA, you lose to Notre Dame, it's going to go real bad. Um, you know, I thought Tennessee, when they started Joe Milton, so I'm rambling, but uh, bad, Hendon Hooker, good. But, yes, hypo much better than I thought. Back to the original point, and, Randall, I understand your point. You're right. Uh, but BYU minus seven, I think they win by 14 Oregon State opened up as like a two-touchdown underdog at Oregon, and I was all over that, and so has the public been and the public sped it down to like six-and-a-half, seven. Um, So I'm going to go BYU, and Notre Dame is going to kill Stanford. Right now it's 19-and-a-half. I think they win by 40. Uh, So BYU and Notre Dame and then Ohio State as well are my three – go-tos for college
0: basketball I have to tell you tomorrow because I don't know alright guys you know this has been a good show uh, I did like Robbie's ideal so let's go ahead and look it for next week every one of the college openings uh, football openings that's currently available let's bring a list and put our, our coach for every school I think yeah. there's about 12 or 13 that'll be fun to get through Also, I want to go ahead and announce that we will be doing, and it's going to be sponsored uh, to be announced, but we will be doing our bracket reveal show again. Uh, We will probably do that from a point together in one room. We have someone very interested in sponsoring it. Maybe the common house, maybe Robbie's law office, maybe my living room. So it's cheaper to drink for you guys. I don't know. Could be oh,
2: Raj's okay. pictures in the back there too, sponsoring.
0: Hell yeah. Um, yes. Carol,
1: oh, Bobby Bryant. Oh, by the way, Robert a, Additional bet you nuts. I'm I'm all in on Ohio State over Michigan this week. Eight and a half. 100%. I bet it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Whoever bets it, I'm, I'm
2: good. clearing the bank accounts on this one.
1: It, uh, it's
0: when, game when, over. When, uh, don't do that, man. Because you know you can move the whole line, wow. the whole debt with that move. Well, don't worry, Randall. There's yeah, well, a max. Actually, actually,
1: whenever I said on I'll those match those of Hill's movies a big account, I'm like, I, well, I can't match that, so yeah. I'm automatically in default. So I got, I got to change things up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. Let's go around the room. Final words from Mr. Brandon Moneybag Jane. Oh,
2: Scrooge McLaughlin. Titans, please get your shit together. Like uh, we're injury prone right now. It's tough. Uh, we've got a leg up on the Colts, but the Colts look like the better team right now. So, um, damn it, if we can get healthy, we're so good. We got a real shot this year, but we got to be healthy, and it's it's tough, man. Um, NFL. Who knows. Colts.
0: <laughs> Raj Mehta, hold on. This segment is brought to you by Hard to Hold the Bottle, Camden Smith's new single, listening, releasing on all streaming methods at midnight tonight. At Guys, that. this kid's only 16 years old, releasing his second single.
3: That's I really don't mean to be
0: disrespectful, but who the hell is Camden Smith? He's a 16-year-old kid sponsor. that we just did a two-hour show with. If you were watching this oh, video, you would just know. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he you were joking, a
3: sponsor, you big bonehead. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he was a sponsor. I oh, about God. Media, But I didn't know he was 16. You're talking about Jack Daniels. I got a 16-year-old. Well, he's he's now that's my his, hero. That's old number seven. Yeah. All right, Raj. What's your final words? So, no disrespect to. My boy here, if you're 16 and you're repping Jack Daniels, then you're way cooler He's than I ever was. Yeah, oh, that's badass. Um, final words is Gonzaga. Wow. Um, you know, a lot of people thought they'd be a drop-off. You know, I saw multiple times people thought they'd lose a couple games early because they lost uh, Jalen Suggs and uh, Kispert and a few others. Uh, uh, Joel Ayani. Dude, they are much better than last year, in my opinion. And everybody loves Drew Timmy. He's a media darling. Looks like Leitner. He's the weakness on that team, in my opinion, at least from an athletic standpoint and defensively. They are so much better defensively and so much more athletic and so much faster. And obviously Holmgren, I don't know if you saw that kid. He's got like a 10-foot reach, and he's got quick ups, which is rare, and he's like Evan Mobley. He can handle the basketball. And he's like seven feet tall. Um, I thought he was overhyped. I thought uh, he would break in half, but he's a lot better enough than I actually thought because I actually saw him. So uh, don't judge a book. But also, uh, you know, the transfer Strouder, Bolton, uh, the Florida transfer, uh, Nembrand, who's just been amazing. Uh, the freshmen, Hickman and Salas, they, they kind of went Baylor. And I was all over Baylor last year in the championship game because Baylor was ten times as athletic and physical as Gonzaga. They were slow. And uh, Mark Few is no dummy. He brought that program kind of like Matt Campbell out of nowhere in a place that nobody really wants to live intentionally. And uh, they got faster. And like Tennessee and that that, that, uh, Huntley Hatfield kid or whatever, you know, that's the trend. Tall, athletic. Kids that can do, you know, very versatile. And Gonzaga learned their lesson. And that's one of the best college basketball teams. Last year, I thought they were way overrated. This year, wow. And, and it's
0: not just because of UCLA. It's because of what I saw. Yeah. All right, Robbie Davis, last words. You got anything else? Oh, I've got
1: a few things. Um, oh, NASCAR. Is there racing going on? No, it's it's gone to the next season. Well... When they said you can't get uh, you can't get famous sitting on the toilet, they may have miscalculated my background here. Yes. Um, no, uh, I want to say, no, know uh, enjoyed being the guys even on my, my vacation and also um, Raj, you need to tell Stephanie that Allison's nominating her for Dancing with the Stars next season, so oh, she does this. not want to do that. Well, Trust it's not about me. want, it's about a duty. No. Like charity. Yeah.
2: It's about a must.
1: You have to get ready for that. Um, She's like a skinny so, Chris Farley on the dance floor. Like um, She is so that, to, oh. No, Other than that, um, yeah, Stephanie's no, going to be man. in Dancing with the Stars so we'll, be, we'll start the kidney Foundation charity for her starting probably next week. But, um,
0: River City you know, t- com-
1: hey, t- tomorrow's gonna she be a do great anything. day for, for football and basketball. Have you seen the basketball lineup tomorrow, it's awesome. Football as usual. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about this weekend for sports. Um, and then I guess that's it till next weekend, guys. And What's then- your bet? You're nuts. Oh, bet you're nuts. Is, yeah, it is Tennessee minus thirty-one versus Vanderbilt.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, so, Ohio Tennessee, State in Florida right Tennessee, now. Tennessee dropping 60, sixty again. Forty seconds left. So, I'm gonna I wouldn't disagree right with that. With final thoughts: Zakia Ziegler is billed as five ten. He's probably 5'8 at best. Can lightly up. recruited. Best offer besides Tennessee might have been you know, Southern Illinois, out of immaculate conception in Brock High School. There is something about that kid that is a star. I don't know if he'll be a star in the NBA. I don't know if he'll be an All-American. But there's something about him. When I saw him play, I went, wow. this He, ha- he has he man. has an early
1: Allen Iverson feel to him. He's it, it, tiny.
0: Very yeah. tiny. If you haven't seen Tennessee play, I know all the hype is about V. Chandler. Watch Ziegler. No, I, yeah, Just watch the court.
2: I watched Tennessee play. My big thought over Nova uh, or yeah Villanova. The, the reason I think the turnover battle was was horrendous. Um, balls had like eighteen turnovers. I think they had seven. Uh, I mean, they, they boarded well. They rebound, perimeter shooting, defense. Uh, Ziegler had five
3: uh, assists to, to change points to zero turnovers against North Carolina. He's a freshman that's quick as hell that makes smart decisions. I mean, well, he kind of rocks you to sleep with his motions. Well, He's fluid. I, yeah, I saw him play the first game, and I was like, wow.
1: Who is Raj, yeah. Raj, you can agree or disagree with me about this as uh, basketball feature uh, people that watch it. This is the first year that Rick Barnes has came into this shoot threes philosophy. And he told them to keep shooting against Villanova. They kept missing against Villanova. And that's okay. And they started so hitting year. against North Carolina. And they're going to keep doing that all year long. They're going to they're gonna live. They're not live and die by a three, but they're going to shoot a lot of threes. Yeah, and, that, and that, that, was, that changed from Barnes' philosophy in the past.
2: No, it was it was a big difference. What I yeah. saw in the two games, I I didn't watch the full game, but I watched the highlights of them. Yeah. And turnovers were a big thing. Uh, Villanova had had a lot better defense. They moved the ball way better, uh, rebounded better. But then you you oh. guys bounced back. Um,
1: you know, Bill, I Villanova guess. was also coached by the probably the second best active coach right now?
0: Probably. Well, guys, it's been a great show. I have officially slept one hour and 41 hours. I went to West Virginia Virginia last night. I drove to Memphis this morning and back. I'm about to go to sleep and sleep until it's Friday. So I just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving and We'll go ahead and commit to sponsoring Stephanie for next year, Dare to Dance, up front. Hey, real quick, very important,
3: aside from Florida, beating Ohio State at the buzzer on Fox Sports uh, News. Did, well, they just, did that, just Minnesota- that just happened. That uh, just happened. Everson Griffin of the Minnesota, he hit three as time expired, Florida did. It was tied. It was amazing. Everson S-C-C. Griffin, though, this is serious. S-C. S-C. Men- S-C. You know, mental health – is we talk about this all the time. Everson Griffin, if people don't know, Minnesota Vikings, uh, he put a very disturbing story on Instagram this morning about people trying to kill himself. He's had mental uh, concerns. People would say issues yeah, twice yeah. before in the past. Former USC Trojan, that doesn't matter. NFL player, that doesn't matter. He's a human being. And I've said this multiple times. We shouldn't need a breaking point and Instagram and the news for this to become relevant. Uh, this is a serious issue. He was held up in his house. He did not leave his house. Uh, he has a family. He had displayed a gun when he was locked himself in a room and said people were trying to kill him. This has happened multiple times before. He, he peacefully came out, and he's been a dr- he's getting the help he needs.
0: Hey, Don't and- be afraid to get the help right. you need. Speak and, up. And, this
1: is not the fifties. It's not a was thing. It's and, serious. And real real quick, if I can say one thing. We put this together not to be clickbait and not to do things that are oh, we're gonna be you know outlandish. We're saying things that we really care about and what we really mean. And so, like what we say is what's what we really think is important, and so and, we're not gonna say Things that just grab clicks because we want to be a legitimate show that legitimately helps people and helps people understand sports and life and what just what we think. We're not experts, but we don't want to be morons just searching for clicks.
0: Also, to close it out on that note, if you're feeling that way, one 800 273 two five five twenty four hours seven days a week the national suicide hotline uh you know I, I've never made a secret of i I've had some issues in my past I didn't actually call that number but I did call a number and ask for help one night and thank God somebody was on the other end of that phone so it's a serious serious uh, and it can be drugs it can be alcohol there's a lot of reason but always reach out before it's too late uh, on a lighter note, either That's Brandon
1: and I are going to be on that phone line after this weekend. Yeah, it, it will 100% be Robbie. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i
2: going to go ahead and
1: state
2: I will bet your nuts that I beat Robbie this week. Bet your nuts on you're, that. Right? You're now. nuts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> From one and five, Randall, to five and six, and in the playoffs, we bid you good night. God bless. And call the number if you need it. I'm going to bed.
3: And